Hi everyone, I am very pleased to be here today to have the possibility to tell you about our project towards a cure for IPEX syndrome with two different approaches, engineered T-reg replacement or stem cell uh, gene editing. So monogenic diseases of the immune system are uh, represent about 400 of um, among the 7,000 monogenic diseases and manifest not only with immune deficiencies, meaning increased susceptibility to infections, but also with autoimmunity, depending on the different genes that are involved uh, by the uh, genetic impairment. And uh, importantly, uh, so the, the one category of this uh, um, disease are the tiregopathies, so they, the, in which uh, really the genes that are impaired uh, are impairing the function of Treg cells, very important cells to regulate the immune system, and in particular FOXP3 is the gene that is mutated in IPEX syndrome, uh, of which we are going to talk today. In IPEX patients, what happens is that the T-regulatory cells normally um, develop within the thymus during the uh, fetal life and uh, soon after birth. They are impaired because of this transcription factor, which is essential for their function, is not working. And therefore, this causes their inability of these dysfunctional T-reg cells to control T-effector cells, which uh, by um, consequence, they attack the different organs, uh, not recognizing uh, the self anymore, and uh, we, in particular, they attack pancreas, uh, skin, gut, and kidney generated severe enteropathy, eczema, type 1 diabetes, uh, and you know, nephropathy and uh, autoimmune hepatitis, and so on. This disease, importantly, is uh, as a fatal outcome if is not rapidly diagnosed and treated, and actually this is probably what happened uh, in the past. Um, the disease has an age onset uh, very early in life. As you can see, most of the patients um, basically have the onset of the disease within one year and half of them within the first month. And definitely uh, the um, awareness of the disease has also increased, has also been reflected in the increased incidence of the disease. Besides the main triad of symptoms, which is diarrhea, type 1 diabetes, and eczema, in the progression of the disease, many other organs can be affected. And of course, there is a very severe failure to thrive. And interestingly, uh, IPEX is uh, the disease among all the immune regulatory disorders in which type 1 diabetes is more frequent. So what happened to these patients? What do we have right now for uh, their treatment? The approaches are essentially two. One is immunosuppression by pharmacological intervention, and the other one is hematopoietic stem cell transplantation. Now, these, both these approaches are uh, ins insufficient and satisfactory because um, so the transplant is really has limited survival, and uh, um, the pharmacological 
radiological treatment, if we look at the disease-free survival, is really insufficient in guarantee a long uh, life um, control of the disease, and uh, and therefore, you know, it's really for the patient is really uh, insufficient to reach the wellness. Um, so we have, of course, as pro, as, uh, gene therapy approaches, which are for the FOXP3 extremely demanding because FOXP3 is a transcription factor with differential expression in a different cell subset of the body. So it is very highly expressed and always expressed in FOXP3 positive T-regulatory cells, which are a tiny bit uh, cell subset in the blood, and whereas they, uh, it is transiently expressed, but also very important in controlling immune responses during, you know, in, in any T-cells that becomes activated and, uh, and fight against the pathogens. So, um, but because of the T-reg are the main um, a subset affected, we ask whether T-reg replacement therapy would be curative or even also if any, every patient would need a, a bone marrow transplantation or can be cured by this uh, T-reg cell approach. So the T-reg cells, uh, the, the, the gene therapy approaches that are nowadays um, uh, pursued by different groups um, are basically two. One is the functional replacement uh, of Treg, and the other one is the physiological regulated expression on of the gene in uh, hematopoietic stem cells. And uh, at Stanford, we are developing both the Treg replacement therapy and the in gene editing uh, approach. With the Treg replacement therapy, already uh, several years ago, we have uh, observed that by uh, transducing uh, T cells, so normal CD4 effector T cells, with uh, a wild type FOXP3, um, under a constitutive co promoter, we can generate a subset of cells which express FOXP3 at very high level, exactly like Treg physiological Treg would do, and we can uh, do that. In in the autologous patient cells and um, then purify them and reinfuse them um, with very limited uh, toxicity. Um, these cells really become like the T regulatory cells as they, you know, from the phenotypic point of view, but also in their suppressive activity. And they are very stable also when they are exposed to inflammatory condition. We are now towards the uh, phase one um, cell therapy um, development of, with this cell product. And we have already validated this cell product in, se in several humanized mice and also we are doing the GMP uh, process development with the idea of filing the IND to the FDA in the next year in 2021 and the CERM funding for this uh, is really uh, essential. Basically, the other important aspect of this cell product is that once we use in IPEX, you know, can be uh, used also in many other different diseases, such as inflammatory bowel diseases, graft versus host, um, and other autoimmune diseases in which uh, Treg deficiency uh, is a problem uh, to be uh, overcome and is responsible of the pathology. And this cell product 
that represent several advantages as compared to uh, Treg cell therapy product that are uh, already in the clinic. One of these is the guarantee of stability. The other one, for example, is the easy to be manufactured because we start the starting uh, subset is uh, the um, CD4 positive T cells and not the T regulatory cells. But of course, the real question is treatment versus cure. Would the HSC-based um, gene editing for IPEX syndrome be really the ultimate goal uh, to cure IPEX uh, and to provide long-lasting wild-type FOXP3 gene expression under physiological regulation? With this question in mind, we are also uh, working on preclinical studies uh, using CRISPR-Cas9 for FOXP3 gene correction uh, in the um, hematopoietic stem cells of the patient, and we have already produced very nice data on feasibility of this approach. Uh, what we do in particular is we um, transfer the uh, FOXP3 gene, uh, the all coding sequence, so that we can, with one gene therapy approach, uh, cover all the different uh, mutated genes that the patients may have, and uh, we insert this coding sequence uh, after the regulatory sequence uh, together with a marker gene which allow us to follow the uh, cells that are, um, that are geni genetically modified. Uh, by doing so, we know that we can replace at least 50% of the normal physiological expression of FOXP3 and also of its function, and we can generate, uh, as we tested in vivo in humanized mice, we can generate functional T-regulatory cells, although in, in a little bit decreased amount as compared to normal uh, donor cells. So we are still working at the preclinical pre level on this uh, cell product. And um, so um, as a conclusion towards the cure of IPEX syndrome, of course, working here on that has been really increasing the awareness of IPEX disease, the unmet need, and the possibility of a better treatment. Treatment, uh, the support uh, of CERM on the uh, CD4 and VFOXP3 project um, allowing the IND filing is absolutely important and critical for the success of this project and the pioneering gene editing is also another promising innovative approach. And if you want to know more about what is life with IPEX, please go to the blog of CERM and uh, uh, listen to the story of uh, a dear patient of ours, uh, which is, uh, you know, was really so uh, kind to advocate for, for a cure. It's uh, touching. Um, thank you very much. Thank you, Serm. And also thank you to all my FOXP3 team in the lab and Ron Carolo lab, in which, uh, with whom I always uh, work since uh, many, many years. And thank you all for your attention. Mm -hmm.